You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello there, last podcast, we talked about concerned, connected, and directing, and I thought it was worthwhile for us to focus on that again today. I just had the most interesting interview, and oftentimes my head doctors, when they want me to coach their associate doctors, and when the associate doctors want to be coached, we want a connection. And so my first situation is to, you know, respond to their call. And I just had a really great start with a young doctor. And, you know, it was interesting. It took about four minutes. That was it. And the head doctor may go, well, I've interviewed him three, four times, and he's been to the office. How do you know in four minutes? Well, let's remind ourselves this. As a rule, when we hire somebody or we continually visit somebody or like somebody, the main reason is is because we like them. See, people go where people like to go, see? And so within a minute of this conversation, this young doctor tells me that he was raised in upstate New York and how beautiful it was. So I throw in, gosh, you guys have terrible winners. And he doesn't even flinch. He says, yeah, but the summers are so beautiful. Have you ever been here in the summer? And, you know, just so you know, and if that young doctor did get the job and he's listening, you know, that meant more to me than your degree and everything else. Yeah, you got to have your degree. Yeah, you got to have your x-ray. You got to have all that stuff. But I got to tell you, it's so easy to get distracted. See, we're talking about concern, connected, and directing. See, how many times in practice, excuse me, does somebody bring up news, weather, sports, politics, or religion, and you get sucked right into it, see? Sucked right into it. You're like, oh yeah, those darn whatevers, you know? And you get sucked into it. I believe when we're wearing our uniform, our doctor uniform, our CA uniform, we should never get sucked into it because we're performing. We're performing. Just like if we were a left fielder for the Chicago Cubs, We don't go out there with our cell phone in our pocket. We don't go out there with a handbag or a purse or a man bag, whatever you call them. We don't go out there with anything but the fullest intention to be our absolute best. That's exactly how we should perform as CAs and DCs, concerned, connected, and directed. So let's piggyback off that. I can tell you this, and if that young man's listening and he did get a job, you can have a big smile, but you don't get the credit your parents do. (laughs) your parents do because they raised you right and you're acting right. See, if I would have said, oh my gosh, your winners are terrible. And you said, oh my gosh, I don't know if you know, but in the last 10 years, we've had the worst winners of anybody in the country. In fact, last year, and you went on and on and on about how terrible the winners are. I see how quickly you can get distracted from your mission and I guarantee you my words to the other doctor or I wouldn't hire him in a minute. Probably a great young man, probably got his degree, probably blah, 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 but he gets so distracted. And see, that's the challenge. I would laugh if all his professors and his parents could be listening right now. 
because I said to the head doctor and to him, I would definitely pursue this further, not based on his degree, not based on his grades, not based on the job he's had before this, not based on anything other than when I said, boy, your winters are brutal, aren't they? He said, oh, but the summers are so beautiful. You might say, what's this have to do with being concerned and connected and directing? I'll tell you, first of all, if you're not concerned, you won't be connected, which means you won't be directing anything. And you can have the most powerful personality in the world, but if you've only got 20, 30, 40, 50% start ratios, you may really, really, really want to listen to this because your great personality or powerful personality means nothing if you don't have the tools to bring it to a whole nother level. And believe me, I work on that every day. I work on it every day based on you know, who I am. But also think about this, a quote from Vince Lombardi, right? The Super Bowl trophy is named the Vince Lombardi, Lombardi Trophy. It's, it's the highest honor in football. And the Vince Lombardi, Lombardi Trophy <clears throat> significantly is better than any other trophy in football. I get a little choked up just thinking about this. But the interesting thing about Vince Lombardi is people said that he couldn't say more than four sentences in a row without using the word perfect or perfection. Perfect or perfection. And one day an interview is going on and they say, Mr. Lombardi, why is it everything with you has to be perfect and has to be reaching for perfection? And he said simply this, perfection is unobtainable. But I find if I shoot for perfection, I get a whole lot of excellence. Think about that just for a moment. A whole lot of excellence. And a whole lot of people are just shooting for what? Just trying to survive, just trying to get by. I don't know where it came about, but at least a dozen times in the last year, I've heard young doctors relatively new out of school saying, man, as long as I can meet my overhead, I'm going to feel really good about helping people. And I got to tell you, that's the saddest thing I ever heard in my life. It's like if I could just get by and if I could just do the bare minimum for my wife and kids, for my husband and family, then I'll be doing great. You got to think about that. Robert Schuller used to say the greatest shame is low aim. And I tell you, live by that, folks. Shoot for perfection. And if you only catch excellence, that's going to be awesome. And communicating is about that, see? Communicating is about that. I can tell you this, statistically, about 5% of your success in practice will have to do with how well you execute your technique. About 5% of your success in practice will... Uh, have to do with how well you perform and your team performs your procedures and your scripts. That's 10%. I'd venture to say the gross majority of chiropractors out there, that's probably exactly where they're existing at 10% of their potential. 90% of that potential is the ability to be concerned, connected, and direct people. And you want to really, really, really learn how important that is. I got to tell you this, after all these years of an amazing marriage, I got to tell you something. I still work on being concerned, connected, and directing as much as possible without anybody knowing I'm doing it because 
People go where people like to go. People stay where people like to stay. If a patient says, if Mary says to us, I've got neck pain and headaches, and we say, tell me about the neck pain and headaches, I think that's okay for a start. But I think the very next question could be, how are these affecting you as a mom, as a business owner? How are they affecting you? That's what you're going to want to hear if you're really concerned, because that's how you'll get really connected. And when Mary says what she says and how it affects her, own that more than you own the symptomatology. You certainly, as a doctor, need to know why they're coming or why they think they're coming. You certainly need to know the symptom, but the symptom isn't really why they came in. It's how the symptoms affecting them. And when you get that, then you can direct. Then you can make really good directions. You know in your office, as a rule, that at the end of the history, pretty much it's determined right there for the patient whether you're going to be their doctor or not. And I'll tell you how you know. Because if you've got over 85 to 95% start ratios, you instantly know because you did a great job of being concerned because that's who you are as a doctor, which made it very easy for you to connect, which made it very easy for you to direct. There's no question. See, patient three, four months into care says, Doc, you know, my range of motion is better. I'm sleeping better, but my pain in my leg or my numbness in my leg is still there. You, you got to realize that that's why you have the road to recovery in every room. That's why you give the right care recommendations. If they're three, four months into care for a three, four month care recommendation, they know they're in trouble. They've lost faith. You know, I heard one the other day, the, let's see, the doctor says the patient has about 20% disc left in his low back. His spine's basically fused. We've been under care for four months and he's feeling a lot better in a lot of areas, but not the area that he came for. He's still feeling numbness into his leg. Well, I got to tell you, my response to that doctor was with that kind of findings, I know in my office, with my technique, that gentleman would be seen three times a week for 12 to 14 months. And so at four or five months, if he said that isn't getting any better, I'd say, Joe. And then I'd go to the road to recovery and I'd start at the top and I'd go, you know, it took you over 40 years to go from functioning well to barely functioning when you came in here four or five months ago. It's easily going to take the rest of the 12 to 14 months, I told you it would. Have faith in your body's ability to heal. I'll promise you this, we're doing our job, and if you're doing yours, your body's going to do its. See, what he was really asking for is, hey, hey, are you really going to be able to help me? And if you're addressing that, well, I haven't changed it in three, four months, something that took 40 years and that's the problem with making light care recommendations. I always would make care recommendations heavy. If I think you need four months of care, I'll tell you six. If I think you need 12, I'll tell you 12 to 14 to 16. Why? Because I've learned that I can always tell that person 14 to 16 months. And if they're objectively ready for maintenance at nine months, and I say, Joe, 
you're about seven months ahead of schedule. I hope you're not mad at me, but you're ready to go to maintenance and you have about a $6,000 credit. Well, if you wonder why people convert so easily to maintenance is because I'd rather over deliver and under promise because I never want to be the doctor or the husband or the friend that over promises and under delivers. If I say to you, maybe you're 28 years old and your curves are pretty normal. Obviously, there's no disc degeneration. There's no divot spurs and your symptomatology, the consultation, the exam and the x-rays warrant that you need three months of care. And I say to you, it's definitely going to take us four months. You have to be ready for that. Well, guess what? If I'm, if they're done in three and I post x-ray them and I post analysis and I've done everything right and they've done everything right, they've got a one month credit, which is, you know, like 800 bucks, which is almost half what a year of maintenance would cost. Under promise and over deliver. Biggest challenge I see with people that have a visit average of less than 50 is they always over promise. They tell that patient that I think is going to take 14, 16 months. They tell them three to four months. Well, in three to four months, if he's still got numbness in his leg and he's complaining, he deserves to because he's scared because he's at the end of his care recommendation and he's nowhere near where he should be. Folks, if I could share another thing about concern, connected and directed, under promise and over deliver. Don't tell people they're going to feel better. You're not going to help that guy, you know, in my opinion, with 80% disc degeneration, 20% disc left. You're not going to make him feel better or God forbid you're going to feel awesome. That's garbage. He's going to hurt for the rest of his life. But if he gets great care from you, he's going to suffer a whole lot less in the future. So tell him the truth. This disc that's gone is not coming back. The spurs that have grown are not going away. But if we could realign that spine and we could minimize that interference, there's a good chance we can minimize a whole lot of your future suffering. And see, that's why people don't quit early when they're told the right stuff, the truth. Well, you know, I've heard so many people over the years, well, Dr. Baker, you told me it's going to take eight months. Well, Dr. Baker, you told me it's going to take a year. Quite frankly, after you told me, I was surprised it'd be done that quick. I mean, it took me 20 years to get there. See, we work so hard for people to get it. And I got to tell you, as a rule, 99% of us don't get it. So be the best you can. Do the best you can until you know better. And the moment you know better, do better. Don't fall back into those habits. You want to be concerned, connected, and directing? First, you have to be concerned. Go a whole nother layer deep. If you normally say, how are you? Stop saying that. Say this, let's see how you are. And then don't say, oh, you're probably feeling better. Say, oh, it's moving better. Oh, it's not moving as well as it should. Oh, that's enough for today. We'll see you Wednesday. In other words, under promise and over deliver, disassociate with symptoms in your communication, but don't disassociate with the patient. In fact, I'll say to you, completely disassociate with symptomatology, but that doesn't mean you don't remind the patient regularly that you know what you're doing. See, instead of me saying, how are your headaches, Carol? Which I'll find out every four weeks in a re-exam, 
I can say something like this. Your neck is moving much, much better. And she might say, yeah, my headaches are better. And then I can relate the two. Yeah, because the nerve in your neck was causing your headaches. Now, that was also the spot where the degeneration in the spur was. So remember, that's not ever going to go away. But if we can minimize that interference, minimize that misalignment, we're going to minimize a lot of your future suffering. And I tell you another thing about being concerned and connected and directing, you got to, well, you don't have to. I hope you understand this. Initial intensive care and corrective care, which is what 98% of all chiropractors do, even when they say, oh, I get to the, or we get to the bottom of it. Really? Show me your post x-rays. Show me your people 20 years into practice who've had no more decay than they had when they met you. See? And I hear doctors that throw this same, they sling this same BS out there. We get to the cause. And the person's been, like Joe's been off and on, symptomatic or non-symptomatic, but he originally injured himself 40 years ago. And you're going to tell me you get to the cause in four, five, six, seven, eight months? Malarkey. That's malarkey. You're over-promising and under-delivering. I think that guy with my technique is going to take 12, 14, maybe 16 months. And I'm very fine if he's ready in six months to convert him to maintenance because I'm a doctor. I'm not a salesperson. I'm a doctor. And when I know I can help you, I'm going to tell you exactly what I can do, how long it's going to take, what it's going to cost. And I tell you the outcome. I never tell you you're going to feel great because I don't know that. I never tell you it's going to be awesome. That's subjective. But I can promise you this. We're going to minimize a lot of future suffering when we eliminate the interference or at least minimize the interference. We're going to eliminate or minimize a lot of future decay and degeneration. We're going to help them in that way. When we say we love our patients, let's define it. To me, that means if I'm taking care of Mary, I'm checking her husband, John, I'm checking their three kids, I'm checking their neighbors, I'm checking their other family members, I'm checking their coworkers, I'm checking their community. Let's be a bunch more objective. Let's promise a whole lot less and let's deliver a whole lot more. And that will start by being incredibly concerned so you can be incredibly connected so when you do direct them, Direct them in the right way and always, always, always under-promise and over-deliver or to turn that coin over, never, never over-promise and under-deliver. Your word is your word is your word is your word. And I'll tell you what you got, docs and CAs. You got the patient's health that's in front of you and you got your reputation. Don't mess it up. Baker out. Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.